Welcome to the Becoming Titans podcast. I'm Russ Yeager, founder and CEO of Body Transformation University. I help busy business owners and executives get a beach-ready body without killing themselves in the gym hours every day, giving up the foods they love, or taking away time from their family or business. I believe putting your health first is the most important thing you can do to propel your business and financial success, ignite passion in your relationships, and to live a happier, more fulfilled life. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing inspirational podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Welcome, Kevin David Dovage. So glad to have you here on the Becoming yeah. Titans podcast. Did I screw up your last name? No, you nailed it. Absolutely good. I'm a Titan already. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're so glad to have you on the podcast. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yeah, yeah. I'm a co-founder of Coach Me Plus. It's an athlete uh, performance platform for tracking and managing um, health and human performance related goals. Wow. That sounds like a lot of stuff. It is. It is. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, it's uh, it's one of these things where um, you know, when, when it comes down to it, like some of the most basic things you could be thinking about as far as tracking, you know, your workouts and nutrition and health and performance, things like that. Um, it, it turns out that the most basic things actually work the best. Uh, you know, some of the things that, uh, a lot of people like to start thinking about technology and, uh, you know, getting down to every little detail and, 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 um, you know, every, every nuance of, of what you could possibly be doing, but, uh, in fact, when it comes down to it, you know, the, the most uh, effective thing that we find is the uh, the coach and the athlete relationship, which is really what we're focusing on and uh, trying to improve through technology. Wow. So what do you mean when you're saying trying to improve through technology? So, you know, when, when you think about, um, you know, uh, health related goals, uh, you might think about applications and or or at home fitness, uh, the Pelotons of the world, or or your your My Fitness Pal and and, and other uh, you know other types of ways of of using and engaging in technology. But in reality, we find that the best way to to achieve those goals is is that interaction between somebody who's also is vested into your goals as well as you are. So a personal fitness trainer, a coach, um, you know, a nutritionist, or or, or whatever that may be. Um, Right now, that relationship is a little is a little strained because of you know COVID, the pandemic, and other you know other parts of our of our lives. Uh, but you know, there's there's ways to 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 keep that relationship strong and to engage. And and using using an application like ours is really is really suited towards building that relationship and making it stronger. So something as simple as as me wearing an Apple Health Watch, for instance, or or iWatch, or or a uh, a Fitbit, that information now becomes available to my coach who then can use that to modify my programming, uh, deliver me new strength conditioning uh, programming, uh, new new fitness, new workout programming, communicate back and forth with me through through the app, and also, um, you know, really try to guide me to whatever it is that my personal goal might be. And we can, you know, text and communicate through the application as well. So that's really what we're, we're shooting for. And that's really what the application is built for. So I see a beautiful baby picture behind you. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how how have you managed um, staying healthy and serving your family and your business at the same time? Because it's a real struggle for a lot of men, um, because they're the ones out there a lot of times. Not that women aren't earning money, 
Um, <laughs> but it still is the, a man's world. It, it is. Um, you guys are the bigger breadwinner overall, generally speaking. Um, so there's a lot of pressure on your shoulders to supply for the family. And then you're also trying to meet your clients' needs. Um, how do you balance all of that? I mean, you know, you really do come from a give first mentality, whether that be with your family, your your clients, your your business and, and whatever. And, you know, I'm a firm believer that, you know, walking into a relationship with a give and, and, and uh, a, a get as a secondary part of the relationship really opens up a lot of doors uh, for whether it be personal growth, whether it be family growth or, or whatever. So you do find yourself kind of pushing and, and, and putting out there, you know, and, and kind of running that tank down to, uh, to, to a lower and lower amount. But um, the interesting thing is like the, the, the return back value on, on a give first relationship and a give first mindset really um, you know, you find that, uh, the, 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 the return is really strong too. So my, my family, my wife and I have a very great, um, back and forth supportive relationship and positive relationship to, to, you know, help make sure that we're, we're both, you know, not running on zero. Um, and you know, that, that works through open communication and it works through, um, you know, just constant understanding of where each other's needs and, and, and goals are. So, you know, that that has been uh, you know a, a strength in, in family that also allows me to think about the same type of mindset and strength of business relationships. So when I go after my business relationships, that um, you know that type of mentality is also there. And you know most of our clients are are coaches and 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 they all believe in that type of frame and that type of mindset. They're there to help to grow and help build. Um, you know whether it be your personal goals as a, as a um, individual trying to reach, you know, whether it be, you know, trying to lose weight or trying to, you know, be stronger or trying to, you know, just improve overall fitness, or if they're building young athletes and going and turning those young athletes into, you know, men and women who are, you know, working in team sports and, 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 you know, growing from, from youth sports into uh, college sports. And even in some cases where we work college sports to professional athletics, you know, this, this kind of, um, you know, mindset that you're really out there to help people grow and help people uh, support each other has really framed exactly what we are and what we do as, as a company. So, you know, things that kind of, uh, you know, everything that you start building around that becomes much easier if you have that mindset first. So for me personally, uh, like if I need to work on my fitness, I got to find time to do it. And that means, I'm up at 4:30 to get on the treadmill or to you know get in uh, get some you know stretching or workouts in or whatever it is like that, and you know the my 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 wife covers the you know any wake ups or any craziness that's happening with the babies until uh, about six o'clock and then I'm on the clock for a while while she's you know taking care of her routines and, and doing those things too. So that's how we're able you know I think I think having that support network network around you is what enables you to, uh, to go out and, and shoot for these things that we're shooting for. So what has been your um, biggest struggle with building your business and having a family? Um, what was it, what was it like before you had kids? And then what did you have to change? Um, once you had kids, did you see like an automatic, Oh, I got to change this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's interesting because like my, uh, the, the, the biggest thing with my, uh, work is travel, right? Like there's a massive amount of travel. I think, 2019, I was on 40 plus different uh, trips throughout the year. Like you're just on the road constantly. And, um, 
you know, we were trying to figure out exactly how to deal with that and begin to bring my travel down and, 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 you know, either delegate some of that or, or, um, you know, figure out which, which trips have the most value and select for those. And, and fortunately, like, or unfortunately, whatever you want to call it, but basically being forced to be at home for the last year has really reshaped not only our thinking on it, but just about everybody else that we work with. So, you know, all of our meetings are virtual now, and we have maintained or strengthened relationships with uh, customers, um, you know, grown our customer base and, and basically, you know, maintain the same amount of, uh, of, uh, of growth that we've had the year prior, even doing it remotely, which has been very interesting to, to kind of see, you know, progress over, over the past year. And, you know, uh, my second daughter was born, um, you know, in February, shortly before the pandemic, you know, like kind of locked oh, everybody wow. down. So she's, you know, I've, I've been home her entire life, which has been very interesting for, for us, um, but has really like kind of said, you know what, there's, there's other ways to engage in business and, and to grow our business without me having to be on the road uh, as much as I am. So um, the other interesting kind of thing that happened is, you know, my clock for the office starts at 730 now because, you know kids are in daycare. I started 730 and that is an hour or so normally, you know, shorter or earlier than I normally would have started. And I kind of wrap up, you know, a little bit earlier than I normally would have started because I don't have the commute. I don't have the extra overhead of like walking into the office and catching up with everybody. And how's everybody like, we're doing all those things in short 15 minute meetings in the morning uh, on zoom. And like, knocking them out, everybody gets back into production work and we're, we're rolling through our day. So not only are we more efficient, but we're more focused. And, you know, I think uh, I actually have like an extra hour, hour and a half plus per day of actual production time that I didn't have before because I'm cutting out, you know, the overhead of travel and all these other things. So a lot of people struggle with the discipline of working from home. At least they did it <laughs> first. I think everybody's kind of gotten to the groove of it because they weren't used to being at home. Um, I have been out of corporate or out of an office for so long that I couldn't imagine why do people still go to work and then COVID <laughs> happened and now everybody's swinging the other way. Um, what was, what was the hardest thing? Was it really hard to adjust having, while you're glad to be home with your kids, they are kids. <laughs> and then also um, while the, there is a lot of chatter when you're in the office, which sucks up a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um but you're also not having that person-to-person communication. What were some of the struggles with dealing with kids and learning to balance that? And then also the struggles of not having those in-person conversations. So I, I actually re- worked remotely in the early 2000s. Um, you know, I had a, I, I'd done my first startup business, um, worked remotely at home and did a really, really poor job at it. Um, I was very unfocused. I didn't have a big team that I was working with. It was only me and another partner. So we both always were, seemed to be like drifting. It's like, oh, I gotta go cut the grass. I gotta go yep. like do something. Like Laundry. all these things just kind of, yeah. Things to do. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, fast forward to uh, now I've got a much bigger team to manage and I've got more people to talk to and, and, and deal with and work through and work with. Um, what we've done is we've built in the disciplines into um, multiple touch points throughout the day. So the first thing in the morning, um, nine o'clock in the morning, we have a 15 minute uh, stand-up meeting. So it's literally everybody comes in the room. Um, what are you doing today? What's, uh, what's uh, blocking you from doing it? And, you know, whose support do you need to kind of get you through that, through that block? That discipline has like created these, you know, these pivots in the day where you, 
sure, in the morning, I might be answering emails while I'm walking around and making coffee. And, you know, I might be on a Zoom call, like flipping a load in the laundry and things like that. But I'm, you know, like you're constantly, um, you know, in conversations and, and, uh, and working. So like those moments have really built in discipline. We also have a pretty, like everybody's calendars are being shared. Um, there's a lot more collaboration now than, than I think there's ever been before in, in working remotely. So for me, the ability to like pick up a, a Google call with somebody and have them, you know, everybody knows to pick up right away. There's no like, oh, I'm, you know, if you've got an open spot in your calendar and I hit you up and you're not that you're, you know, at your desk and you're not working, then we know you're kind of fading off or doing something that, you know, whatever, whatever it might be. Um, and I think everybody's so used to it right now that it's not intrusive. It's not uh, when you're, when you're part of a larger team, um, you know, there's so much to do that you're, you don't have those moments to kind of drift away. I think if, if I think if you're in a smaller team or if you might be like a, a consultant or, you know, kind of a self uh, entrepreneur, I think those discipline issues might be more difficult. And I've had them personally, like I've, I've been through it, but this is, uh, this seems to be much easier. The more interesting parts are things like watching people, like I've got a, uh, one of my, uh, uh, one of my sales guys uh, is down in Texas right now because he's got, you know, um, he's looking for a new place. Uh, I've got another sales guy who uh, moved down to Florida with his family during the pandemic because that's that's where they wanted to be while while they had while they were under lockdown. So we're sitting up here. I'm in I'm in New York. I'm in Buffalo. It's cold. It's snowy. And I've got you know friends you know friends with tropical trees in the background. And like, what are you doing today? And it's like, oh, it's beautiful. I, like so those those are like the fun, interesting moments where you just take a look at the dy- dynamic of where everybody is and what everybody's going through. And you're like. You know, this guy's on the West Coast, so it's still dark outside. Like, just it's it's very interesting, like to pop in, and it's like, well, how how's everybody doing today? I'm sitting on my porch. Oh, okay, we're good. And, and you just you just get right into it. And you get some. You start getting work done. Do you feel like your communication overall with everybody within your organization has improved, and um, the relationships have improved because of this? Well, we were lucky in that our team was was has a good culture before the pandemic hit. And um, we have had a couple of turnover, you know, a couple of members have turned over, like we've hired some new people and we've let go of some, you know, some people have uh, moved on, transitioned out. And I was worried that, um, you know, having the team before uh, going, going into this, um, going into this situation, um, we did, we thought it was going to be a lot shorter than it was. So I really did, wasn't expecting to think about like, what happens if I hire somebody new, what happens when new interns come in, whatever, whatever that might be. And, and how are we going to face, you know, those communication challenges, but because, um, you know, the nature of what we do, most of our employees are, uh, a little bit on the younger side. I think the acceptance of technology to do this is, is, you know, pretty, um, pretty open. Although, you know, it's interesting because like, one of our hires recently is is on the older side and he had no problem getting into this either. I just think we're, I think we're past it. I think it's, it's much more accepted to, to do this yes. as we are right now um, in a professional sense. So um, I think it's also, again, driven more focus, knowing that you have, if, if, if we had an open floor concept in our office. So if I'm at my desk, it's easy to like pop around the monitor and shout like, hey, what are you doing? And hey, I need a thing and whatever. And that can be very distracting. 
Yes. You know, stay, standing, you know, against the wall. Hey, did you watch the Bills game last night? Right? You know, talk, you know, talk about those things can be, can, can kind of fill your day and fill the gaps in, in what's going on and things like that. Having like set blocks of time, knowing that like between, you know, nine and nine 15, we're doing this thing between 10 and here, we're doing this thing. Like, I think that creates a level of focus and brings everybody's, um, brings everybody into like a more of a deadline driven mentality. So knowing that we have that block of time to, to meet basically says like, do you have your, do you have your stuff together? So that when we get here, everybody knows what's going on and, and, you know, you're not going to miss this, right? Like it's, it's, it's now three o'clock. Um, we have that next marketing meeting. Everybody's got their goals and, and, and things like kind of lined up. So all those soft times have kind of faded away, which, you know, builds, um, you know, builds teams and things like that. But, uh, there's enough, there's enough soft time in these Zoom meetings to, to kind of do that as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Kevin, thank you. You really supplied a lot of interesting things that I know our listeners are going to love. <laughs> I, it might seem simple, but there's a lot of small things that make a big difference when you make those small changes, like you have uh, mentioned in our podcast. I really appreciate you sharing with us. Um, yeah, how can you. people get connected with you? So, I mean, uh, you know, professionally people can follow us on coach me plus, um, you know, Twitter, Instagram, and, and other, uh, the best way to get a hold of me is on LinkedIn. I don't really engage in a lot of social media just because it's a, it's a double-edged sword, but I do engage a lot on LinkedIn. Um, you know, I, I find, you know, uh, my professional voice, uh, in that space is, you know, allows me, um, you know, allows me to connect with a lot of folks. So that's, that's definitely the best way to reach out to me. It's a good place to be. So people who think that LinkedIn is really nothing is really something, actually. It's Absolutely. quite interesting. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's a, it's a quiet um, giant. Yeah, for sure. Right. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. Rush Yeager here. Thanks so much for listening to the Becoming Titans podcast. If you're a successful business owner, entrepreneur, or executive, consider your company as having a true purpose and would like to be a guest on this program, please visit rushjager.com forward slash apply. And hey, if you got value out of the interview today, I'd be so grateful if you simply would share it on your favorite social media platform. And if you know someone who would be a great guest for the show, tag them on social media to let them know about it and include hashtag becoming titans. I love seeing you guys' posts and guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content, so to make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and really mean a lot to me and my team. If you want to know more about what I do, go to rushyager.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram, all under my name. Thanks again for listening. Have an awesome day, and we'll see you next time.